Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Swim up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We gotta take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to a new season of Criminalia. This season, we're talking about sorcery and what became of the many who were accused of practicing witchcraft and alchemy. There will be potions and talk of flying broomsticks, but probably not much talk of anything about a suburban housewife who twitches her nose. I'm Maria Tremarchi. And I'm Holly Fry, and slightly dismayed that we'll never talk about Samantha. But we will talk about a man named Stedlin, who was accused of practicing witchcraft between the years 1397 and 1406 in Switzerland. His was one of the earliest trials for maleficium and diabolism in Europe, and for certain in Switzerland, at least according to the historical record. We'll define those accusations so we're all on the same page. So, maleficium was the accusation that someone has engaged in sorcerer-like activities, such as the invocation of a demon. Diabolism was the accusation of demon worship, and that also included cannibalism. 
We don't really know much about Stedlin's life. That is, until his name somehow became associated with the failure of one year's harvest in his village. And then there was suddenly a lot to say about him and how he seemed suspicious and that maybe considered his fellow villagers. He was to blame for the loss. He was accused of using black magic to destroy the fields by allegedly sacrificing a black rooster at a crossroad on the Sabbath. Maybe on the Sabbath. That part differs depending on who's telling the story. He was also accused of placing a lizard under the doorway of a local church. The thing is, there's no actual evidence that this man did anything wrong. But villagers believed he did, which was enough. Conventional wisdom and scientific discovery would suggest, however, that bad weather may have been to blame. Not roosters, certainly not lizards, or any incantations. At this time in Stedlin's life, late in the 14th century, the climate across Europe was changing. It was suddenly much colder and wetter, and the reason for that was certainly not magic. This phenomenon is now known as the Little Ice Age, and it brought frosts, floods, storms, and plagues of everything from mice to caterpillars. It was unprecedented across Europe, and it brought both famine and disease with it. Without the benefits of climate science, it was really easy to become suspicious of the effects a little ice age might have on your environment. As people questioned how such a thing could happen, it became a good time to look for a scapegoat. Someone must have been responsible for it. And a witch, with their immorality and abilities to heal or harm you, sounded like the right answer. Accused by his fellow villagers, Stedlin was arrested for allegedly practicing the dark arts and using them in particular to ruin the food supply. The judge who presided over his case was a man named Peter von Greyers, a secular judge who was a firm believer in the existence of witchcraft and the evil that came with it, and that its evil was spreading across Switzerland. He claimed that everything from crop failures to storms and plagues to marital disputes and miscarriages were all linked to black magic. And that was really just a short list of what Peter and many other believers came to blame on witchcraft. A few years before Stedelman's trial in 1375, Peter had been introduced to a man named Scavius, who claimed he had, on multiple occasions, escaped his enemies by transmuting into a mouse. Upon the conclusion of his encounter with Scavius, Peter believed that the man was evil and had introduced witchcraft to Switzerland. When Scavius was killed by his enemies, as Peter told the story at least, his student, a man named Hoppo, became Stedelin's mentor. It's actually unclear whether or not Scavius had also mentored Stedelin, but most documents report that it was just Hoppo. And there really aren't any records about a man named Hoppo, but Peter asserted that this man was an expert in witchcraft and had taught Stedlin, who became an expert on magic and its uses as well. Experts would have known how to conjure spells to steal manure and hay and other related items from farms. They could, of course, create storms. They could make people and animals infertile, make horses wild when their hooves were touched. They could fly, and essentially they could frighten or possibly kill or curse anyone who tried to capture them. Stedelin caused the crops to fail, Peter decided, and that meant he needed to be dealt with before things got worse. Peter began a personal witch hunt. We're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. 
When we're back, we are going to talk about all the things, well, some of the things anyway, that witches were accused of doing. Hey everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day-to-day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low-key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie. And it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash criminalia for 10% off your first order. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's talk about Stedelin's confessions and how they were derived through torture. So Stedlin was accused of using black magic that intentionally killed the season's crops. But there were many, many other accusations thrown against him after that one and during his trial. 
there isn't actually any evidence to back up any of the accusations against Stedelin, including the original allegations of cursing the crops. So was he guilty? Peter sure thought that he was guilty, and many of those accusations came straight from him. Many sources report that Stedelin did admit to putting a lizard under the doorway of a local church, though there is no reason given as to why he did so. Some report that under torture, he confessed to killing several fetuses and, in turn, then cursed the women in the region to miscarry, and that that curse was meant for livestock as well. An additional accusation from Peter was that Stedlin stole milk from the cows of a married couple, and that was a practice that was believed to make a new bride miscarry. There is no evidence of this event or if this mystery couple had any trouble conceiving. He was also accused of and confessed under torture to placing a lizard underneath the front porch of a local house, causing the couple, again, to become infertile. Once the lizard was discovered and removed, though, the spell was broken and fertility was restored. And it was under torture that he admitted having summoned demons and having entered into a pact with the devil. There is no reference from his trial that he ever confessed to having anything to do with that failed harvest. Guilty or innocent, in the eyes of this judge, Stedelin was a guilty man and he must be burned at the stake for it. He was executed in the year 1400. The identification, interrogation, and execution of Stedelin spurred Peter on to hunt for more individuals who practiced magic, as well as those who were members of satanic cults and to persecute them. The torture and deaths of many men and women in Switzerland pretty much began with this one trial, overseen by a very zealous witch hunter. Stedelin's trial was important, and it was high profile. There are documents that confirm a witch trial occurred in that region at this time. What followed his guilty verdict was an explosion of witch hunting and witch trials across Switzerland, specifically in the region Stedelin was accused in. Today, that's southeastern France and Switzerland. Witch hysteria spread to the valleys of both the French and German-speaking Alps, and it just kept spreading. A contemporary view of witchcraft explains it to be simply supernatural phenomena. But during the Middle Ages, when Stedelin was accused, it was legitimately a thing to fear as far as people were concerned. Switzerland is considered the first location of mass witch trials in Europe. As far as we can tell, they all followed the accusations lodged against Stedelin and his subsequent trial and execution. His case is considered to have been a significant event that led up to one of the largest and most significant witch trials during the 15th century the Valais Witch Trials. Valais is, today, a region in southern Switzerland. During the Valais Trials, much like Stedlin's experience, individuals were accused of many, many things, and the lists of alleged abuses just kept expanding for those who were considered a witch. We said there were many accusations, and we weren't kidding. The idea of a person performing magic or worshipping the devil scared the crap out of people, and people ended up fearful and then hysterical. Someone accused of making their neighbor ill may also have these accusations tacked on to their so-called indiscretions. Curses and incantations, flying through the air, causing illness and death among cattle, 
curing any sickness and paralysis by transferring that sickness to someone else's body. Invisibility with the use of herbs and potions. Cannibalism, including the abduction and consumption of children, and gathering with Satan, who would teach them magic if they renounced Christianity. And there's more. Anyone who was accused of practicing sorcery by more than three people was arrested. And here's the deal that came with that. If you confessed to sorcery, you were considered a heretic and you were burned at the stake. If you didn't confess, you would be tortured until you did confess, and then you'd be burned at the stake. We're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor, and when we return, we will talk more about the Valet Witch Trials, which are related to Stedlin's story. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Swim up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We got to take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's talk about some of the books written about witchcraft and how they changed people's perceptions of the so-called dark arts. Okay, we said we were going to talk more about the Valet Witch Trials. Those began in 1428, so more than two decades after Stedlin's execution. But his trial influenced these and many others that came after him. Possibly because his trial was so high-profile, 
but also just possibly because a witch trial was intriguing. When Stedlin was tried, witch trials were not commonplace. But the Valet trials took place after Stedlin's, but before the publication of an important book about witchcraft. Malleus Maleficarum, or The Hammer of Witches, as it was known, was published in 1486. This book gave more prominence to the existence and prevalence of female witches, but it did still recognize that males could also occasionally be involved in the practice. The Hammer of Witches lived on for centuries as the go-to manual for witch hunters by providing key insights into witches, the weaknesses of women, and appropriate punishments. If you wanted to learn how to identify and interrogate those who practiced witchcraft, your search ended here. But there was a book published before the Malleus Maleficarum, and that was the Formicarius. Perhaps a lesser-known work than the Hammer of Witches, this is the book where information about the dark arts was considered, revisualized, and recorded, kind of codified for the first time. Its author, Johannes Neider, was a German theologian who lived from 1380, give or take a year, until August of 1438. Neider wrote the book between 1436 and 1438, and it was first printed in 1475. It is known to be the second book ever printed about witchcraft. The first book for the curious is Alphonse de Spina's work called Fortalidium Fide. In these writings, we are told of the origins of witch trials across early modern Europe during their earliest phase, which lines up with Stedelin in the early 1400s. Though Stedelin was at the very cusp of this frenzy about witches, witch hunts and witch trials were part of a long tradition of both ecclesiastical and secular persecution of those who allegedly practiced magic. Nider's work was interesting because he collected and included secondhand recollections and stories that related to the practice of witchcraft. Unfortunately, though, he got most of his information from one specific witch hunter the one and only Peter von Greyerts. One of Peter's examples to Nider specifically referenced Stedelin and how he, Peter, had presided over one of the earliest, if not the first, witch trials in that region of Switzerland. Peter claimed he had captured the witch and described to Nider in detail the aspects of witchcraft, in particular concerning infanticide, heresy, and apostasy. Many of Nider's examples and references to witch trials were from the Simmental region, where Peter lived, witch-hunted, and judged. Based on how witches have been portrayed in society and culture for centuries, many of us might imagine witch trials with a woman as the person accused. And to that point, some experts have written that executing female witches was a much more sensational story, and women in the spotlight attracted far more attention than men. It's interesting to note that in Stedlin's time, about two-thirds of the victims were male and one-third female, and that this ratio changed dramatically as witch trials and how the public viewed witches and witchcraft gathered momentum across Europe in the late 15th and into the 16th centuries. Previous to Nider's writings, sorcery was considered something practiced by educated males who performed intricate rituals. But he introduced a new way of looking at witchcraft and black magic. In this new perception of witchcraft he put out, accused witches were, he described, uneducated and 
yes, more likely to be female. At that time in history, and Nider reiterated this, if you were female, you were considered inferior physically, mentally, and morally to men. And it was also Nider who provided us with charged imagery such as this in his writings. One witch on trial in Bern admitted to sacrificing 13 infants and adding their remains to a witch's broth. The solid remains were then used for the purposes of practicing transmutations. The liquid remains were poured into flasks made from human skin and were drunk as a pledge of allegiance to the devil. This was all written to the horror of those who believed in witches. It's truly hit or miss when you're looking for historical records from as far back as 1400. And many of these witch trials are really poorly documented. The best source, although the record is incomplete, is considered to be the clerk of the court, who was an eyewitness to many events and many trials. Throughout history, there has not been a consistent definition of witchcraft or what it meant to be accused of being a witch. Most of the names of the accused are unknown, and while many were peasants, there were some, far fewer, who were described as well-educated. Unlike trials in later years, about as many men as women are believed to have been killed during this period of time. But depending on the time period, being a witch might mean bewitching a field of crops, or it might mean flying through the night to worship the devil. Just ask Peter von Greyerts. He certainly would know. <laughs> he could make up a story about anybody. <laughs> right? It kind of depended what he was into at that moment. There was a lot of cattle and miscarriages going on in his accusation. <laughs> yes. If you come and visit the cauldron, I will tell you my thoughts on that matter. I'm right behind you. So... One of the things that I know is going to continue to plague me throughout this season is kind of like this just sense of horror at how much people could not cope with their world. And rather than acknowledging that the world is a harsh place that is sometimes unfair, they wanted to blame things on other people, which was often harsh and unfair. Yes. So I'm calling this one the Swiss scapegoat. <laughs> and the intent is that, uh, particularly because it is cold and rainy here in Atlanta today while, I'm, while I was working on it, but also like I just wanted something a little soothing considering how frustrating all of this is. So for the Swiss scapegoat, you're going to start out by making hot chocolate. Now listen, I'm not going to dog anybody who makes hot chocolate from the packet, but I beg you to try it your own way. It's so easy. There's no reason not to. I won't even give you directions because you can find it on a can of powdered chocolate, which is easy to use. Or on a packet that you just open. <laughs> right. I mean, basically, if you're going to make hot chocolate from scratch, and I'm kind of using air quotes there, right? You're going to throw your hot chocolate powder in with a little bit of... There are different ways. Some have you going ahead and simmering it in milk, some mm -hmm. with water and then adding the milk later. I know people that like to throw in a few dark chocolate chips to really make it rich as they get melty and it gets really beautiful. However you like to make hot chocolate, do that. Sweeten it to taste, like make it the way you would make yourself a cup of hot chocolate. You only need four ounces of it, though. So if you make enough for a full mug, maybe you make two cocktails. 
packets come in six ounces, so, you know, pretty easy. <laughs> you love those packets, woman. I, I'm lazy, that's all. <laughs> this is a drink that you can do warm or cold, but I'm telling you warm is really a delight. So, to your four ounces of hot chocolate, you are going to add one ounce of white chocolate liqueur. For my people in the house that think white chocolate is an abomination, just believe me, in this case, it's adding a really nice layer of sweetness and you're getting kind of a vanilla-y thing going on there and it just adds a little more robust, desserty flavor to it. You're also going to add an ounce of vodka and an ounce of cognac or oh. brandy if you don't have cognac on hand. That's right. It's a three-spirit party. So as an optional, you can also throw in a splash of vanilla syrup or even just a little bit of vanilla extract. Some hot chocolate recipes will call for you to put vanilla extract mm -hmm. in there, so I leave that to your discretion. It is just a really beautiful, warm and cozy kind of drink. If you make it iced, it just oh. becomes a cold and cozy kind of drink uh, because it still has like the warmth of all of that right. spirit, all of those alcohols in it, but then it's just a little less hot. Not everyone likes drinking a hot beverage, I understand. But yeah, the idea is just that it's a little warm and soothing and it's delicious. Who doesn't love a little hot chocolate with a little brandy and right? liqueur in it? It's Turned yummy. up a little bit. Pretty good. Yummy. <laughs> yummy. Obviously, this is a pretty easy one to do a mocktail for. You're just going to go ahead and make your hot chocolate. And then I would say definitely add a little extra vanilla. I would shave a little white chocolate into it to give it that sweetness instead of using the liqueur you could add a drop or two of bitters if you want mm -hmm. to kind of you know make up for that gap of of cognac and vodka but really it's hard to mess up a cup of hot cocoa if you're making it the way you love it it's going to be soothing that is the swiss scapegoat which i hope soothes us all after hearing of the wild unfairness of a lot of these stories Oh, Stedelin, my heart aches for you and for all of these people. And we really don't have his voice in here because there were no records. Right. Yeah. He may have just been like the town oddball. Right. Exactly. And, and in fact, when we were doing Discovery on him, I just kept thinking that. I'm like, why was he sort of just plucked out of nowhere to be the, the one to accuse? Yeah. I mean, this could be, for all we know, a dude who just likes lizards. Right. And they're like, well, that's weird. He must be evil. I do have a comment about the white chocolate in your drink, though. Yes. I, I'm not anti-white chocolate. I, I don't generally choose it for anything. And then I decided to start thinking about it like something not chocolate. Like, despite the fact that it was white chocolate Perfect. in the name, I think about it as something to add in to, to sort of give something a little like sweet creaminess. And it works way better for me than if I try to think of it as chocolate. Right. I think that's the perfect way to look at it. It's very sweet, usually, so you yeah. don't need a whole lot. And it's very buttery and smooth. It's uh, it, it's lovely in a beverage, as long as you don't call it chocolate. <laughs> yes. I love it in liquor form. Like It goes great, especially as we are heading into winter months here in the Northern Hemisphere anyway. Like this, uh, a little white chocolate liqueur with a little peppermint vodka and like oh. some oat milk with like a crushed candy cane rim. I mean, doesn't that sound delicious? That's a bonus cocktail for today. Uh, it just feels like you've made the best, most holiday-rific thing, and it's really not very hard at all. So 
embrace your white chocolate if you feel so inclined. I encourage you to always experiment with the things you think you might not like because they can surprise you. We are going to try to keep surprising you with stories of witchcraft and alchemy, and we will be right back here next week. So we thank you for spending time with us today, and we can't wait to do it again. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Swim up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We gotta take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.